Check. All right, I think we are good to go. Check. Let's run it. Check. All right. Welcome to Table in a Basement. This is our several-ish episode. Uh, five? Is it five? I think we're at five. Which brings us to a very good point. We've been doing this consistently for over a month. I. This is probably the most active, like, sticking with something intuitiveness yes besides your lyme's disease yeah i well we, we hammer on that <laughs> at least say, once you, a week yeah you are very committed to that yeah but other than that this is over a month in i hey how man about it, that? it's been a good feeling how about that if i could ever get a job that's this consistent <laughs> i know how about it oh tears or, or at least one that i'd mic. enjoy like i love the whole quotes like oh if you're happy you don't work a day in your life that's bullshit that's baloney that's that's a complete lie there i don't know of what job you could do where you wake up every single day and you're like i'm happy no even there are days where like an athlete or a musician is like job can't believe i have to go to this fucking thing today Can you really say you'd rather go to work than, like, sleep in past six in the morning? Oh, no. It's a a complete (laughs) lie. Anyways, so, this week, it is just us two. We do not have a special guest with us because all of our friends were doing real-world things. Yeah. So, up theirs. We don't need Mike mentioned something like, oh, it's my fiance's birthday. birthday. (laughs) What a guy. Yeah. What what an upstanding, caring partner. And Luke is married. And the other Luke is doing oh, something. Oh, I gotta do something with the wife. I don't know what Gage is doing. Yeah, they're, just, they're all doing stuff, but whatever. Back to our roots. Yeah. We need to get back to our roots. <laughs> this classic, is where we started. Classic table in a basement. Get back to the way it used to be. <laughs> the way God intended. Have to say. We've really strayed. We've really strayed from the original formula. We have to get back to that. <laughs> so I guess, do you want to do first topic? Do you want me to no, do first topic? No, we are, mine's... Mine's gonna take a while, so we need to ease in. <laughs> we we need all to right. we need to ease into this baby because it's gonna be a doozy. Well, all right, this one's not a doozy by any means. But while I was working at my undisclosed job at a certain undisclosed school, one of the students was talking about school dances, and like I thought her description was funny. It was it's just people grinding on each other, and I'm like. <laughs> That's, I think that's just as accurate now as it was back in our day. And I thought, as two people that didn't really do a whole lot oh, of school dance oh, stuff, yeah. I thought that our point of view is very underrepresented. Yes, <laughs> I think, that is true. I think it would be fun to talk on a little bit. All right. So our views on school dances. Start, start it off, buddy. Um, I think... Personally, I think grinding is a very weird dance trend. I don't fully understand where it Jersey came from. Jersey Turnpike? If that's a name for it, I great. Did. I don't know, but I think the concept of, like, a girl grinding her butt area into a guy's general area is just, like, a weird... It's not... There's no rhythm to it. Like, yeah, I appreciate no. dancing in a sense where, like, it takes rhythm and, like, some sort of, like fun it's talent to do it's but. good for uncoordinated white people to do i guess so but like that's what the cabbage patch is for in the electric slide that was made for white people that can't do it. i yeah, don't know this isn't the 80s it doesn't matter i love those dances and i think we should bring them back i just don't anytime like 
the only dance I can ever remember actually being at in school was I went to prom my senior year more for the sake of appeasing my parents. Who like, oh, yeah, yeah. They really wanted me to go. So I'm like, all right, you seem to care about this far more than I do, so I'll go. And like, they, you'll regret it if you don't go. Yeah, my dad said that. He said, you're going to regret not participating I'm as really much. I'm surprised like, your dad would have said that. Oh, he said that a lot. You're going to regret not participating so much in like these high school things. And you know what? I haven't. Because <laughs> it seems like everyone else that participated either, one, had a miserable time, or yeah. two... Made you, stupid you know choices. what I regret participating in a That's lot a, of those. I <laughs> say so you were on prom court <laughs> once or twice. So sucked. Had to I, go. That's the only reason I showed up senior year, and I was. Uh, oh, you no, you went the year before. Well, you I, I know, with, I know. I'm saying senior year. Okay, the only reason year. I went I senior year was because I got nominated on court. Yeah, you were nominated the year before. And I, I literally. Like, we did that promenade entrance in a wagon. Oh, yeah, that was fun. I went home, and my dad yeah. woke me up. Jared, you got to head out there doing the yeah. court thing soon. I was like, fuck, crap. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, for our senior year, we grabbed a wagon from my garage, and we put on, like, plastic bags. And it's like, we got, like... <laughs> pieces of paper and put on the well they were, of the they were paper says, bags let's get yeah they were yeah we they didn't were, suffocate ourselves no we we lived through it yeah they were brown paper bags and like we cut eyes in them kind of like what uh for for those of you i don't know maybe this isn't a contemporary reference anymore kind of like what shia labeouf did when he put that bag over his head and it like said i'm not famous anymore that's not even a thing i would catch jared oh well i don't keep up with anything i'm pretty like sure that, that's though. he's still relevant right Eh, well, he was at Sundance. I mean, the Transformer movies are a definitive classic of American. Yeah, but Holes. Holes, too. Holes <laughs> deserves to be in, like, every yeah. top hundred movie list. Oh, that's ever. a great movie. Yeah. That is an excellent movie. Anyways, yeah, we wore, like, Anywho. plastic bags, and we had, like, a wagon that said, like, in paper, like, I had written in marker, like, prom, like, 2011 or whatever. We should actually, we should put a picture up we on should. the site. It's a pretty, can. whatever it's a picture great, I take, it's a pretty good picture. It, and it like actually, like, cover. got in the yearbook, yeah, like, it it at was, a thing. It, it was a good picture. Honestly, the way we're posed, like, yeah. <laughs> our heads are kind of cockeyed, like, looking to say, at the Well, camera. like, Jared was pulling the wags, like, his head's cockeyed, and, like, I'm just, like, I'm crunched up in the back of the wag with, like, my arms around we, my legs and it's the photo wasn't really planned someone just yeah. yelled over to us and there were multiple people with cameras someone just happened to get yeah. a nice candid shot yeah what's really funny is like no one knew it was us so, like there was like a lot of pictures i would see on facebook that just were like unattributed to anybody like oh really we saw us at prom i don't know who it was but i didn't know that <laughs> happened lots of photos that but were then, just like unattributed yeah but i remember then they like interviewed us for that yearbook thing i was like yeah josh had an idea and i was like all right, let's do it. It was pretty. It was just like I think it was like a day or two before. I'm like, yo, you want to like pull me in a wagon or something? And I was like, sure. sure. That sounds like a thing. So that's what we did. Because I went and then uh, Shively, his mom, um, Mama Shively was like, gonna have that- to blur that out. No, we won't. <laughs> as long as you don't use first and last name. You're well, done. you started with the first name, so Mama, I think- <laughs> Mama Shively. Oh, no, before that, dude, he's not gonna know. It doesn't. All right, whatever. <laughs> If there's someone I would guess is not going to find this, it's him. Oh, we're we're up to like 19 total views between the last two episodes of this show. <laughs> fucking fucking making moves. I have to say we're making moves. There, wherever Lidditz, Pennsylvania has viewed Lidditz. five different times. I don't know who's there. That's but down near Phillyish area, according to the purple dot that shows up on our yeah. analytic map. But okay, yeah, Lidditz, word. Two from Baltimore, two from Philly that we know. 
Patrick in Minnesota, someone in Michigan, and then a couple of random like boroughs outside of Pittsburgh have yeah. all been tuning in that, at least once. Which my is guess weird. would be your connection. Sure, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if anyone that like knows me like. <laughs> but anywho, cares enough. Like, the hey, wagon. We should watch this guy's podcast. So yeah, we rode up in a wagon, and I and remember that, that prom. We asked Fluman, "Hey, can I just walk him up in the wagon?" Okay. Oh, yeah, because they were supposed to, like... they were parking cars. Yeah, they are parking cars, but, like, can we just, like, keep going? Or, like, do you have to pull this wagon away from here? <laughs> so, yeah, that was that problem. That was fun. Yeah, After that, that, like, all of our friends that had dates ended up having terrible times with their dates. Yeah. And it went... I mean, post-prom was fun. Yeah, po- that's, that's once, different. Once we got away from, like, girls Icky and girls. dates... Yeah, cootie, cootie-riddled Cooties. girls and... Icky, yuck. Um, yeah. <laughs> volleyball yeah volleyball is great but yeah but the year before that i remember you did have a date mm. and you grinded her until she was no more no that's not true <laughs> so josh made up this rumor that was that before or after the prom i think it was that would have been after because it like was, she didn't, yeah because she didn't go to our school so then josh was like yeah jared's date disappeared she got grinded into a pile of dust yeah it just walks around with a bag of dust her. now no josh that's not true i had to sweep her up and put no. her in a bag and return her home no josh that's not the case it's just like a prom dress just no. with a human's like little outline of dust it was no josh quite aggressive that's literally one of my good friends i would just had a key club so i wasn't even at the prom that year so I, <laughs> it was just that's, but i think it was why i was like Vegas. no that's not that's not what happened no she's actually <laughs> she's actually now a really good friend with What's my family Stop. Do you, let's say this has anyone seen jared's prom date around school yes, no act, because she's gone had. she's gone now she got obliterated no, she's actually... We had a moment of silence no. at graduation because she was no more. No, she's alive and well. <laughs> but so, no, yeah. that was... I, we had fun in a very roundabout way. Yeah. But, yeah, like, it's mostly... It was, like, grinding and, like, music I don't care for. Yeah, I remember far uh, too close to Black each Eyed other. Peas were big. Yeah. I got a feeling, whatever song. Yes. Uh, Shots by LMFA. Yep, that was... <laughs> That's a band that I'm okay with being oh, gone forever. Oh, LMFAO. So, yeah. I don't even know if I can call them a band. Just like a... A duo? <laughs> a duo of people that do something yeah. to a beat. The one... Is what they were. Yeah. Well, kind of like... Uh, I, I don't know. It was like 303 in a way. Oh, 303. They're, that I liked them briefly, and then I realized what I was listening to. I'm like, oh. It was fun. That first album... That first yeah, album once, was fun. One was... Yeah. yeah. I'll say, then like... Because it, it felt like it wasn't serious. No. I feel like once, when they went more, like, commercial and... I didn't listen to any of the stuff besides yeah, one. It, it wasn't good. Yeah. It wasn't good. I mean, 21 Pilots has come out since then. Yeah, and that's I still so like better. Them. My best way to describe, the between the two, I described 21 Pilots as a not-douchey 303, or yeah. I described 303 as a douchey 21 Pilots. yeah. Apparently, I guess 303 is still around. Apparently, they're not the same sound-wise. I have uh, no clue. I don't know. I, one, I don't one was fun to listen to. Yeah. I don't know if it still holds up. Yeah. It was a pretty cool... It was a, it was an all right album. A couple of them I got into, but like as time went on, just like I yeah. grew out of it very quickly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was a fun Warp Tour band to see, but it, it definitely... I don't know that that's one that I'm going to hold on to forever. Yeah. No. And by don't know, I mean I will not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, those were at prom. 
I don't remember what else. Oh. It always, I remember it smelled very much like sweat to a point. And that's just something I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was in a, I mean, in, yeah, in a high in school gym, gym. And our gym was not, our whole school wasn't air conditioned at that point. So yeah. it was very muggy. Oh, yeah. It's kind of gross. I don't know. Yeah, because it was in May. Yes. That's when. Yeah, so I mean. Early May. If you, I mean, oh, God, it was like in the 90s whenever we were uh, like in the building during the day in school. Like if it was a hot day, it, we just baked in there with the asbestos tiles and yeah. everything. Um, it really toughened us up, though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Say, spending 12 years in a school full of asbestos really And our senior year really when they were clearing it out and just had tarp to cover the entrances, yeah. like, we're cleaning up all these asbestos tiles. Don't go mm. in there and breathe. It really, besides the health hazard, was really a security breach, too, because oh, the year absolutely. after that, when we, uh, we came to visit just some teachers we liked. We just walked in a hole in the wall. I think my favorite was... A beachy, or was it fonts? Like, how did you guys get in here? Oh, we just walked in the construction site. <laughs> oh, that's secure. That's safe. <laughs> I say it was. We just walked right in. I have to say, if it was modern day, that would. Was it like guys cool. with hard hats and the construction crew? And we just. <laughs> I have to say, like if it was like now, we would have probably gotten arrested. To say schools are take the security it's, a lot more seriously. The good thing is they knew who we were because yeah. like Triver wasn't mad or anything like well, that. I think it was probably you. I think if I would have stayed there, they you, probably yeah. would have let me go because I don't think I left any sort of lasting impact yeah. on anybody. I, I guess. I mean, I I was voted nicest kid, so a lot of people did think. Well, they liked me. A lot of staff. It helps when your mom taught there for like twenty years. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So. I didn't have that advantage. Yeah, I had a, and I had like three sisters go yeah. through before me. Yeah. So I had an older brother that people knew existed. Mm-hmm. I was social camouflage, wasn't? It? Well, and because well, we he was people. associated with music stuff, yeah. so I just there was that one point in senior year where we started telling people I didn't exist. Yeah, and I it, remember that it went around like it spread legitimately, and like it was. I thought it was really funny, but also as far as like self-esteem goes, <laughs> it was kind it's, of damaging. Yeah, it's a good thing you weren't like at risk or kind of uh, a different person. It probably would have been really upsetting to you. I thought yeah. it was funny. If you'd have had like some like emotionally or mentally disturbed problems, it could have been bad. Yeah, I can just repress everything. But so it's you fine. also kind of catered it to your style of humor. Yeah, so <laughs> I took <laughs> it happened to work out perfectly. Take advantage of it. <laughs> not not good in everybody's case, but for you, I thought it was funny. I had a good. Time. You made a joke of it, yeah. So yeah, um, so dances, but no, weird. I uh, do, and do, do you remember like in middle school, you could either do like fun night or, or, go, to the or go to the dance. God, I stepped foot in that dance. I, the second I did, I wished, I longed to be at fun night yeah. instead. I don't know why they would make you separate the two. Oh, that was uh, dumb. Painful. Just dumb. They were playing Hollaback Girl nonstop because yeah. Gwen Stefani had just mm-hmm. started her solo career. And all I was thinking was... Girls are gross. <laughs> well, no, I was oh. thinking, please <laughs> go back to No Doubt. No Doubt. We miss you, No Doubt. Oh, my God. Love No Doubt. Definitely more of a ska guy than yeah. whatever you would call Hollaback Girl. Uh, pop. Sure. <laughs> Trash. Sorry. Sorry, people that like popular music. I apparently don't. I I like some pop, but I just yeah, I guess I think it's because I I really liked No Doubt yeah, that I much think that I was like, why? Most of my experience with what pop music is considered is what 
it is nowadays, not what it was. Yeah. And nowadays, I well, there are like, very few th- songs in the nineties. In the nineties, even when like No Doubt was getting some commercial success, they played on pop radio. Alanis Morissette was like pop rock. Yeah. It was like a lot of contemporary yeah. rock. But then it kind of went back to the synthesized, mm-hmm. produced beats. Yeah. Which, nothing against those. Like, if it's used with some sort of, like, ability. Yeah, because, I mean, sort of, like if there's substance 21 behind, Pilots. Yeah. Like, if there's substance behind it, I'm it. fine with it. But yeah. most stuff I listen to, modern, like, nowadays on the radio, like, doesn't have yeah. substance, in it, my opinion. It just feels like it's factory produced yeah. someone said hey these lyrics right here are catchy just a catchy beat and don't get me wrong that's been going that's been happening for a long time but like for those main songs that it does that i definitely feel a strong disconnect yeah. like no i'll never forget we were tyler and i when we were at work they were doing this interview and it was like radio dj's like an afternoon station and they're like coming up we got news at blah 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 but first we're gonna play the new single from demi lovato and the one dj comes in is just ah, demi lovato i just love it her music just speaks to me so much really i think i'd have a heart attack <laughs> like <laughs> That's that's like uh like big black horse in a cherry tree. I'm not just here like oh you know it just it it speaks to me so much. I do it in spoken word. I said an oh no an oh no no no. I said an oh no. You're not the one for me. A woohoo. I don't think a woohoo. Based off the way you're singing the song, woo-hoo. I would not figure out what song you're talking about ever. Like I know the song and you're a talking big black about. Horse I know in a you... cherry tree. <laughs> what? For the sake of giving context, I what's the actual song that you're singing right now? What's it called? A uh, big black horse in a cherry. Okay, tree. you did say it. okay. I said yeah. an oh no. It doesn't. Oh no, no no. The actual no. song sounds nothing like that. <laughs> but I love. I, there's something about that song in spoken words. Spoken words that just makes me. <laughs> it's like it's trying so... to say it like La Dispute. <laughs> I said an oh no, and oh no, no, no. <laughs> All right. I guess. But yeah, sure. dances, uh, grinding into dust, that's a lie. That's a rumor, a common myth. And it's still going. I think it's gotten worse. I like. I hope to someday get to chaperone a dance just oh, for the sake yeah. of seeing it. But like, Whether it's like, like through a, just like an I administrative role or yeah. uh, through your own kids. Yeah, just like, all right, so this is what this is still. All right, good. I'm glad to know this. I don't want kids, but I would love to chaperone a random field trip to show up. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that with my nephews. Uh, can one of your parents chaperone? No, but my deadbeat uncle will. Like, well, I don't think, like, as, like, I heard this group of students talking about it, like, they were talking, like, the ones that were were talking about how weird they thought it was, and, like, they didn't partake. In, the, in like, what, the dance? And, like... They were at the dance, but just like the grinding, yeah, the very, yeah. the very intimate dance movements. But it, I guess like they were told that they were missing out, which I didn't want to get involved in a conversation about grinding because I think as with a, the kids that weren't grinding, were say, told they yeah, were missing out. Yeah. Like as someone that works at the school, I don't want to be involved in conversations about any sort of like sexually suggestive movements well yeah and as someone who allegedly (laughs) grinded someone into a pile of dust (laughs) i will say yeah yeah, not not as i can say confidently that they weren't missing out because (laughs) i think it's very it's kind of lewd like when you look at it's a very (laughs) yeah 
I don't like it's not savory. It's no. weird to me. Like I mean, you're not it's not you're not going to build like some it, sort of you very are spelling it out. It's not subtle. Yeah, Let's you're put not, it that way. I don't think you're making any sort of like very sentimental memory I, out of yeah yeah <laughs> being out of school dance. Oh, I'll never grinding forget on. when I met your wife. Well, it was a couple years after high school when I was uh, grinding my ass up on. Yeah, some, she backed that booty up and uh, she said, "I'm going to Jersey dirt turn." <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. And here we are. Nine months later, you were born. Yeah, I got right. her teen pregnant. Teen pregnant. High five. <laughs> 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 all right see you later son all right thanks son good Th- talk thanks dad good talk <laughs> no i but i i will say i think that's another thing that annoys me about like pop music today is the lack of subtlety like there was some like back in the day there were some songs that like pushed the boundary but they did it in a fun way now there are songs that pretty much just spell out what this person wants yeah. to do <laughs> I say I don't. That's another part of it. Like I like music. Like not saying like it has to be deep, but I appreciate when someone writes songs that have meaning. Yeah, and like what's a that little song? More than... That wiggle wiggle song from a couple years ago. Oh, that, that LMFAO. Is that by? Is that who's <laughs> that's that? By? Sexy and I know it. No, there's another song where like it was talking about like the whole song about a girl's butt and how it jiggles. Oh, like, okay. Uh, yeah, I think that's. Just, uh, it's yeah, not, it's weird. I don't. I never. Like there it. was like a song. The, the the chorus was literally like ass ass ass. Yeah, ass, ass, things, ass. that was not the same song I was talking about. But things like that, I just don't yeah. care for them because it doesn't mean anything. And like most of the people that listen to it are kids, and I don't support like kids. I support <laughs> kids so much that I don't think we should sexualize them. Like we should we shouldn't ex- like expose them at early ages to sexual content because I think it just sets them up. Well, do you believe then for failure. people like Kids Bop might be to blame because they're trying to take the songs and over-censor them and make them? I think in general I don't support Kids Bop just because it's terrible. Oh, Kids Bop is a nightmare. <laughs> it is a nightmare. I think on ver- pretty much almost every single thing that kids bop is built on i don't agree with i love like i like i like kids being involved with music but i think kids bop is trash oh it's (laughs) it's complete trash but i'll i love that uh kids bop album that you're I think it was Ben had. Yeah, he got it like from like McDonald's. Like, like a McDonald's Happy Meal. Happy it was like, meal a, like a little demo. Yeah. But the photograph, the Nickelback, like <laughs> yeah. they had to, don't get me wrong. I understand why they censored what the hell they did. What the heck is on Joey's head? That makes perfect sense. But I didn't realize apparently whatever moms, like conservative moms committee that like sanctioned kids bop, they felt the need to censor a uh, criminal record says I broke in twice with a painful <laughs> school record says I was late twice. <laughs> and I I just remember th- thinking like boy that is that is they are going through painful lengths to like censor anything that might be remotely bad. Like if you had to do that and butcher it that terribly, just don't even bother in my opinion. Don't even let your kid let your kid listen to the radio. Just lock them in their room and give them an iPad or something. I mean, that's parents Which, have already done that. Uh, honestly, there's no <laughs> point in censoring music anymore because the, the whole parental advisory people aren't buying albums and have to like yeah. show their ID or 
stuff like that. You can listen to whatever on YouTube on like kids can find like kids watch shows on YouTube that say much worse things. Like than oh my gosh, I mean in fifth or sixth or grade, I was listening to Rough Riders Anthem and un- uncensored DMX through like my older sisters. So it's like if my parents were that concerned about say, censoring, there's no point. Parental control, what kids? Oh yeah, listen to. But. Yeah. I and and for me personally, it's like it's how the artist wanted it. Yeah. So I'd rather it be, mm-hmm. hey, if you don't want your kid listening to language, obviously try to parent them or tell them, hey, don't repeat these I words. Say, but I the think pain, like, the way we painfully censor. Yeah, I think music. like as a parent, it's your job to like put things into context. Like, hey, this is what this song is about, and like. Yeah, you don't have to repeat it, and you don't have to let it influence you. Yeah, sort of stuff. Like as the parent, you should be the primary influencer, not like the music they're listening to. Yeah, and it's. Mm-hmm. But then again, we're not parents. I don't oh know. no! I, don't know. I boy, <laughs> I that's. I see how I perform as an uncle, and it's it's hit or miss. I'm, you're, <laughs> you're an uncle, though. That doesn't matter. Yeah, you're the cool uncle with the tattoos. Yeah, I'm not man bun. Yeah, I'm not gonna be the one if they like turn out horrible i'm not gonna be the one that's blamed so (laughs) there's that so anyway on the dances just to conclude i I would say i mean i guess now i can i don't have to ever look back and wonder what it would have been like if i didn't go but now that i have gone i can confidently say it pretty much was what i thought it would be and me going, there are not memories that yeah. I hold too dearly. Nope. Nope. Like, if I got, like, hit in the head with a baseball I, bat and I forgot that yeah. of time, it wouldn't have mattered. I guess the nice thing is we can um, we can joke about it on a podcast. Yeah. So. Not to say. I guess, I guess if it was one thing that if, had a little silver lining. Yeah. I guess if for some reason a kid of school dance age is listening to this through some weird accident. Yeah. Go to if go once if you want to. If not, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, Uncle if Josh you and Jared, go and, like people watch, time. yeah. But you're pretty much what you're going to get out of a dance is what we're telling you. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. So yeah, before we go off a of school topic, I do have something though that you'll be excited about. All right. Remember the Go program? <laughs> yes. So when we were in school, there was like this video series we would watch in this one communications class called the go program and the whole idea of the program was to help you build like characteristics that will help you achieve yeah and and basically like yeah the prep to get you through high school like the whole thing like it revolved around like seven habits of highly effective teens that book by covey yeah 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 so like it was like a video like it was like it had like this consistent cast of characters and like it was like overacting and it was kind of painful painful Absolutely painful. I was at school this week, and the school that I work at doing an undisclosed job, they watched, they have this own series that they watched at this special time. All right. Where, like, it's called, this video series called Second Step, and it's a very similar idea, except it's more focused more towards self-care, but, like, it's the same, like, overacting. And I got so excited. I'm like, Jared's going to be so excited that they're still doing this. I'm pumped, yeah. Say for, like, anybody that just, when they go to school, they just take notes and go to class. You're missing out. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of really, really fun, painful videos. Yeah. Uh, honestly, the benefits of a public education, like going to a public school, <laughs> I stuff like that. Yes, it's one, like I'm not bashing like 
what the video was meant to do is like self care for like kids, helping them like process emotions and how mm-hmm. to do it healthily. That's great. I support that. Yeah, but I think I, just yeah. the avenue that they're doing it, I think, is really funny. It's cheesy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like this video, I'm like really, it was like I'm glad to hear yeah, that. Though. Like the subject of this video, like, it was like the one kid was like taking pictures and like he liked to do photography and post them online, and people were saying mean things to him. <laughs> Like, someone, like, there was one person out there making mean comments about his pictures, <laughs> telling, hey, you should destroy your camera. These are terrible. And, like, this one girl sat down and, like, talked about it, and he figured out, like, hey, it doesn't matter what people say about my pictures. I like it. <laughs> I, I, I just love that that's how they, like, that's not how a high school kid should respond. If they wanted to make it real, they'd be like, you stupid fucking piece of shit. <laughs> so they would respond back. And then, like, everyone did a big argument over Facebook. And yeah. Oh. Nothing the school could do because it was on Facebook. Yep. So yeah, small little side. Oh, note. that's that's. I'm really glad to hear so that schools continue to use really cheesy videos to <laughs> educate their students on important matters. No, that that brings me joy. Because <laughs> yeah, that Go program, it's something that's great to laugh at and make fun of. Yes. Same with like all those like ones we would watch in health class, like the anti-drug videos. Like, what's it? Private Victory, the one. It's a private victory. <laughs> the one from the 80s. Yeah, the one from the 80s. Where, like, that the I told character. my roommates about, and then one, I could only find one video of it on YouTube with, yep. like, a thousand views. Yep. Private Victory, the main character, like, I think Hank had, like, a really, really sweet mullet. Yeah, he was really good at the guitar. jacket. And then there was Todd, the weed and coke dealer. Yeah, didn't he? Was, did Todd die? One or no. died. No, the one kid had a heart attack because the marijuana was laced with coke. Oh, okay. He didn't die, though. Oh, no, no, someone definitely died. The one kid got, like, there was a point in the episode where, like, they pulled over because there was, like, a bunch of cops. And, like, the one kid died. And, like, you could just, like, see his, like, shoes underneath, like, the oh, body no, no. bag. The, 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 yeah, the little kid. Yeah, the he little. Got, like, shot or something. something. Yeah, like, someone dies in it. Like, it's it was pretty dark of, at that point. Yeah, it got really dark and sort of deviated away from the story because then the one girl was, like, addicted to crack. Like, it, it yeah. kind of completely fell off say. the story. School videos take And there was, cool like, a pimp that was like, Todd, baby, I got my new shipment coming in. Yeah. <laughs> that was like my this, favorite. Everyone was, like, a, like, connected to the drug trade. It's, and like, it really was, shady, but, like, smooth talking. Yeah. It, well, it was, you could tell it, this was the 80s. And our school system just recycled yes. everything. I don't know. I'd be curious to know if they still if they've modernized or not. I'm sure that I don't know if there's a working VCR anymore. That is true. So Everything these are all, we did, we did all VHS These are all still. VHS tapes. We're kind of like a little, a little unique hub. Yeah. But, like, I wish it was still the 80s just because back in the 80s, from what I understand about drug dealers, you could always identify them because they're really smooth talking. Yeah. And they call <laughs> Todd, baby. Yeah, like, they always talk like that. It's like... Now I never know who's going to be, like, the bad guy yeah. because everyone just seems so normal. Well... It's like real, regular people can yeah. be drug dealers. I mean, the way, oh like, my. NWA and all those people talked about the hood and stuff, I think I like my cookie-cutter 80s I rap, say, personally. I, like my, I do. It's like, like rappers I feel delight. I I'd feel rather safer. be at the Hotel Motel Holiday Inn than straight out of Compton. Really? I really would. I agree with you 100% on that. I'd rather roll in my hoopty than... <laughs> Remember the video about the kid with AIDS? <laughs> That's not funny. It's not Why funny. The subject matters not, but the fact that like, we had to watch like a video, like it was like over several classes too. It was a full length video about like this little kid that like 
he's a hemophiliac, I think, and he gets like a blood transfusion <laughs> that's like infected, and like the kid gets AIDS, and the whole movie is just like him dealing with like the stigma of having AIDS back at that time. It wasn't time. even like that because they talked about, hey, don't share needles, don't have unprotected yeah. sex. But like that was actually like a medical procedure gone wrong. Yeah. Like, why? And also, why don't get blood transfusions. Watch, why did we watch a thing about that? Yeah, like the whole video is like people like treating him like he's a freak, and then he dies at the end. It's like okay, I'm not laughing at the. It's like uh, Mike with Stephen Hawking. I'm yes. not laughing at the guy. I'm laughing at well, the, the director. Well, the scene of the movie is his funeral. Like they put oh. like this child-sized casket. Like, like, oh, all right, this is what this is going to be. And then, wait a minute, this isn't the kid's fault at all. Yeah, like, like this, nothing. Is, this is like medical malpractice. I'd say medical, like something happened. Somebody did like not process the blood correctly, did not check the blood to make sure it wasn't contaminated. Yeah. This kid gets like this, like, like eight-year-old gets AIDS. That's not. The grandfather like got like put in charge of building his casket and like it's dark. Yeah, that's <laughs> it was, not, that's it not was a, a hard watch. <laughs> yeah, because like. At the end, there's, like, a moment where, like, the kid's, like, lying there dying. Like, the mom and dad are beside him. Like, they're explaining to yeah. him, like, do, like, this, like, <laughs> wrong, sock. Wrong video. What to say? Like, they, like, they explain, like, when you die, like, the, you pull the sock off. Like, that's your body falling away. And, like, it's, I remember just, like, sitting and was, like, why? I'm, like, what is happening? Why are we watching this? Like, what? Is, like, I thought, can we just, like, talk about first aid? Can, can we talk Let's about it? If you, like, teach me how to, like, deal with choking victims, <laughs> I don't want to watch this. Teach me how to do CPR. Say, this is awful. <laughs> I'm not enjoying this. Yeah. Yeah, that's, watch. that's pretty fucked up. <laughs> I don't know what the name is, and I'm glad I don't, because I never want to accidentally find yeah. it. We, I remember we watched one about not a... Uh, that It wasn't cyberbullying, but it was not, like, putting too much on the internet. If oh, you don't wasn't there, like, somebody. a whole assembly we watched today? Yeah. yeah don't be that. an infant. Oh, yeah. Like, I know what you're doing. Guys, it was me. Do you see how easy it was to get access everything? Well, the dark part about it, there was one character in that... In that movie that did get kidnapped, there was the kid that was, like, talking to the person about, like, practicing baseball. Oh, wait. And then he, he goes to meet him, and then, like, it shows, like, a per- first-person point of view where, like, the guy comes yeah. up to him. And then, like, you never see that kid again. <laughs> like, yeah, that kid got. That kid's gone. Yeah, that kid got got. <laughs> no one seemed to notice, though, which is upsetting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he was just a eh, throwaway character, I guess. I guess so. He's in someone else's basement not doing a podcast. <laughs> very, dis- very different use of yeah. a basement. I- I mean, I never trusted people on the internet, and look at me now. I'm here. I'm still here. We can say that about ourselves. That's right. I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Yeah, there was... I, that's one funny thing. The, those high school movies that we had to... Uh, some of that, the assemblies, the... Like that, that's some fond memories. Say, those were interesting times. Yeah. Very strange way to go about trying to teach kids very, very important pressing matters. Yeah. Remember that one day we had an assembly on, we were either going to die in a car wreck, die of an overdose, or die of... We had like three... Like this day was filled with them. In the morning it was... Uh, that girl in the yellow dress. Whatever. Oh yeah, the yellow dress assembly. And then they had Infamous. one where they showed us actual like footage of like car wrecks and like stuff. And then there was like a drug thing. Like literally, it was our morning <laughs> right after lunch and afternoon. Say a rapid fire boom. It was boom. entire. It was like it was literally just a day in the auditorium of okay, I'm either gonna die this way. This way or this way. And if you add up the whole story, if those three don't get you, you'll probably get AIDS from a blood transfusion. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it is. It was hard. Yeah. Hard being in high school in the 
beginning of the millennia. That was yeah. a weird time. Very dangerous. Gotta watch yourself. <laughs> All right. So, do you have another subject? To... Uh, we can go to yours for now. All right. So, this first one, I'm not going into the golden nugget yet. We still have to work our way under that. Oh, boy. All right. This one's brief because we talked about it last night. I prefer boxers. So, <laughs> boxer briefs. Anyway. People at home. We, we talked about <laughs> capitalizing on something, and I remember in college seeing people, they, it was like a club Quidditch team. Oh, yeah. A sport that was made up in a fictional in a book. Potter book. People are making money off these kids who are buying, like, brooms. I'd say they're legitimate between like, their legs. Quidditch brooms that you run around between your legs. It is... Whoever, like, I, I hope in the back of my mind that, like, the popularity of, like, this as a real sport was just someone being sarcastic. Yeah. Because if it was, like, legitimately someone to play Quidditch. But the thing is, it's still I'm going. Concerned. It's not like, like, paintball. You remember paintball yeah. had that, like, six-month high where it got, like, professional league ESPN, and then it just died faster than I... Ugh. It yeah. was like it was literally like a like a mayfly hatch. Yeah. It was like everywhere, and then yeah, forty eight hours later, dead, okay. and no one noticed. <laughs> gone. No one just noticed. Just completely gone. So I remember that. Yeah. But no, I mean, is there a sport that fictional, or we could make one up that we could capitalize I'll on? I'll say I was actually last night. I forgot to bring this up, but like we were talking about like can jam. Like our goal of this is to like come up with like some silly, ridiculous sport idea. Make a lot of money really, really fast. Yeah. But then, like, be responsible with it and then retire. Yeah. I was thinking. Cash out. Yeah. If we could make a portable Foursquare set. Okay. Like, a Foursquare set that, like, kind of, like, you piece back together and you take apart, like, go to the beach and set it up. You can play Foursquare anywhere. All right. I think you could sell that. Foursquare, simple. The game's already made. We don't have to think of any rules. It's just we have to figure out how to make. Oh, so maybe use an existing game. And find a way. Yeah. Kind of like whoever whoever came up with the portable badminton net and volleyball nets, mm-hmm. those are so cheap and poorly made, but every family party has one. Has one. Someone, people buy them. They go to their local big Every lot. suburban family that say. has an outside birthday party for their kids. Let's say everybody in some way, shape, or form has found a big loss that's going out of business, <laughs> and they have bought one of these <laughs> I was going to say a big lot or an Ames. Or an Ames. <laughs> if you were... Born in our time. Yeah. Say, <laughs> so, yeah, that's the goal. Like, we got to brainstorm. Think of something. Yeah. That we can, like, some kind of silly game or, like, make up a sport that can, like, be really popular. And we can make cheap products out of it I'd to say, sell. I mean, we just have to sit down. We have to pick our target market first. Yeah. As business people that, like, went to school for this. That is true. Target market. Like, I think we, as we talked about it last night... You gotta go we, after kids. I'd say we understand, like, the middle school age a lot, just because yeah. we sat We're down... we mature. I'd say we had a very strong, comprehensive conversation about how smart this Fortnite people are. Yeah. Like, kids, they figured out the formula of that, like, age range. Oh, yeah. Like, kids, like, loud, obnoxious, bright things. And they're impressionable. Yes, and they're impressionable. So you have to, like, figure out something that's, like, neon-colored, that they can, like, have, like, a dance with it, probably. Oh, yeah, yeah. Something like that. I think that could be part of the rule. And it's like we're pretty we're we're big kids at heart, pretty much. I've I've accepted it. I look at who my dad is and stuff, like and the the people that are kind of my influences. I'm never gonna be that kid that's mature beyond his years. The kid that 
acts kind of like he's 20 years older than he is? Like, no. I mean, I've heard it said that you're not really an adult till you're 30. And I'm okay with that. So maybe Dude. when we hit 30, like, we'll, like no. the, the switch will go off no. and like, we'll be adults. I hope not. No. Dude. I hope not. I really you, like... Have you seen, like, Bill Burr, like, Tom Segura and all those guys? They're, like, in their late 40s, 50s, and they're still acting like big well, kids. Well, that's the goal, I guess. So... I, I really like sugary cereal. I'm going to completely be like that. I 100%. like sugary cereal that has cartoon characters as their spokespeople. If I ever stop being that way, being a child at heart, I want you to take me out to my backyard and put a bullet in my head. Like... Bury me in the backyard like a dog. So that'd be easy because we're in the middle of the woods. Exactly. There'll be zero questions asked. Just, zero reports You'll be filed. like, just grab the gun. Hey, it's been a good run, but it's time to put our pet down. So I give you permission. Because I, when I stop having fun at heart, I'm dead. <laughs> Please do not ever get murdered because I feel like this is now a very incriminating piece of evidence against me. Well, like if you were to like be found dead, like, oh, there's this one podcast episode where Jared <laughs> says that Josh is allowed to shoot him. I gave him permission. Please do not ever... Please yeah, do don't, not get yourself murdered at some point. Like, wait till I'm dead. Just so obviously, like, very clear, I didn't do we it. like to have fun here. We like to have fun this here. This is a joke. Very clear caveat to future law enforcement, yeah. like, checking over this, trying to convict me. Yeah, it was boy. not me. <laughs> not yeah, I'd, I'd feel life. bad if I... Especially if I, like, died in a hiking accident. Well, he was found in the he woods. He was found in the woods, and he was very clear that Josh had permission to do this. I'd like, I would rather not be dragged down because of yeah. a very no, silly side rant. So, yeah, I rescind that. <laughs> Anywho. Say, sound effect has been made. It has been rescinded. That was the rescind sound effect. That's my piece of paper. What oh, are you staring at? Oh, okay, Those are my sorry. topics. You can't spoil All right, it. so we'll go into my next one because this one's <laughs> another good short one. All right, so one of the days I know we got on a topic about movies, and sometimes, in my opinion, the critics just completely get it wrong. So they really do. Asking you, Josh, what is a movie that's gotten critically panned or is absolutely despised that you personally love, and you're just like, no, this movie's this movie's good. I don't know if there's like any out there that like have gotten like horrible horror reviews, but like when. I've gone on Rotten Tomatoes just to kind of, like, see if there's any, like, like-minded people. Oh, that's people, a big but, test. Yeah, but, there like... There are some... I mean, go ahead. I, well, like, my favorite, like, general genre, I like tongue-in-cheek horror movies. Yes. I like when, like, it's a horror movie idea, but, like, it's taken not seriously. Like, they joke about it. I think mm-hmm. those are funny and clever. So, like... Oh, yeah. Your Dale and Tucker versus Evil is your Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Oh, uh, what's absolutely. It? Behind the Mask. That's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. Movies like that I like a lot, but, like, I got on, like, Rotten Tomatoes looking them up. Oh, Krampus, too. Krampus is a Krampus. great example. That's one that got panned by... There were a lot of people that yeah, didn't that, like Yeah, I guess it. that would be my main one. They like, were like, dude, it's not scary or something. It's like, no, there's some tongue-in-cheek No, like, the whole point, elements. like, it's not supposed to be scary. It's, it's taking a silly idea and, like, taking it seriously. And, it, like, it's... It the production honestly, is... The production's really good. Oh, That's yeah. what makes the movie good. But yeah. It's movies, like, in that genre where I see people like, oh, this is, like, a one... It's a one fiddled one joke movie. Like they don't like. Oh, I get it. Like they're making a horror movie joke. Like yeah, that's the point. But like it's not one joke. It's the whole idea. It's the theme. The yeah. theme isn't the joke. It's like they make jokes about it through the theme. But like you're not getting it. Like for the sake of being a negative Nancy online, you're not understanding the full scope of the movie. Yeah. When you go in with like really negative glasses, of course you're going to find the problems. Yeah. Did Tucker and Dale get slammed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the same thing. Like, it's like yeah. a one-joke movie. Like, no, like, it's, that's, it's not at all. Everything's an accident. Well, yeah, everything's an accident. But also, if you listen to the dialogue, that's when, like, jokes are said. That's the whole... That's what you're supposed... You're not supposed to just, like... 
you don't take individual big sections and think that's the movie. It's the things in between yeah. that also help oh, make that movie's, it a that picture. Movie's fantastic. Exactly. You don't puzzle pieces are more than just the sky pieces. It's yeah. also like the cat on the bridge yeah. and the dog inside the hat. You have to finish the puzzle to see the whole thing. You can't focus on bits and pieces and then complain. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, absolutely. Get over yourselves. Yeah. Well, people like to express their opinions online or like to be heard. And I'm fine with that. It's just when you don't you only necessarily do it get for the, the point of, of it. I'll say, like, it's fine to have a negative review. Yeah. But it's different for me when you only do it for the sake of being negative. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a, mo- I'm a movie reviewer that just wants something. to hate everything. Yeah. What's it? Roger Ebert, I like him just because... He has movies he likes, and he has movies he doesn't. Like, yeah. there's a balance. But, like, your average person is, like, a preferred, like, reviewer on Rotten Tomato with, like, quotation marks, preferred reviewer. Mm-hmm. It's just people that I like to be negative. Yeah. I want to take every I, movie that This movie's enjoy. getting, like, some fun pop, like, by people. I'm going to find yeah. something to hate about it. That's, like, something that frustrates me, too, though. Like, I think the main point of the movies I want to watch is that it is enjoyable, yeah. Like, you have movies out there, like, 12 Years a Slave, which was a miserable, miserable, miserable movie. Yeah, I've and, like, heard... like, people, like, it's the greatest movie multiple, all, it's wonderful. But, like, yeah, no, it's not... people, I've heard, like, they were like, no, I didn't like this movie at all. They felt like it just kind of received the Oscar because of Cause guilt. Of, yeah, because of guilt. And, like, sure, there are, like, I understand that there are aspects of filmmaking that take practice and technique and i appreciate those aspects and i'm sure that movie had those aspects mm-hmm. but at the same time it was not i didn't enjoy watching it yeah well there's there's they they even call it those like oscar bait yes movies, oscar bait like, movies are terrible where it's just they intend hey this is we say. think this is something that could really it's like an idea that if you see the trailer you watch it and you're like this just feels like a clear attempt to, like, appeal at the Oscars. Like, whatever Steve Carell one that had, like, the dolls mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, when I saw the preview for that, I thought, maybe it has potential. But in the back of my mind, I was also thinking, this could also just be a grab at, like, like an Oscar. Like, people bash, like, the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like, oh, it's predictable and they're terrible movies. Like, they're not... No, like, they're fun movies, and, like, they're not... They're just, like, a commercial blockbuster. They're not supposed to be, like, an artsy... Yeah, like, freaking, like, the Oscars is just, like... There's a lot of Drama nonsense, and, like, I like certain dramas, but, like, at the same time, where it's just, like, it's kind of the same thing. It's like, oh, there's this old lady with a disability, and there's this Mm -hmm. other person. Like, there's There's, there's always, like, a weird sexual element kind of to it, too. Or, like, uh, when Crash came out, there was, like, the whole race element to it to bring... um, Oh, what was that movie people got upset about because it had, like, there were no black nominees in it? I can't remember which movie it was. I don't remember. But it was, like, stop. Like, first off, we shouldn't be nominating someone just because of race. Nominate based on their performance and how they did. Like, I'm not going to go into a movie and it's like, if this person performed well... No matter what race they did, if this was a compelling piece of acting, you get nominated, in my opinion. I, to say, I don't like it. To me, it doesn't matter who made it or what ethnicity the person is or what gender the person is who made it. Yeah. If it's a crap movie, I don't want anything to do with it. Yeah. Like if well, that's like, because that year I know Chris Rock hosted it, and I mean, like, he did a joke on, because, like, Jada Pinkett Smith was one of the big ones that boycotted the Oscars. Mm-hmm. And I forget what joke he said, but it was, it basically talked about how it's like, why is she, boy? she wasn't even invited here in the first place. 
Hollywood's also full of itself, too. Oh, very, <laughs> very full of itself. General statement. Hollywood gets really up on their own high horse. I think it's funny the comedians that live in L.A. that will describe, like, the parts of L.A. It's just like, yeah, there's, there's some awful things in this town. Yeah. It's not a place I ever see myself inhabiting. Oh, way too expensive. And hot. Very warm. Whole yeah. state's on fire. Oh, yeah. and it's sinking too. So at yeah, some point, yeah, it's, it's going to be out in the ocean. It's going to be like a ball of fire floating away. Yeah, as global warming slowly swallows it, which is fine by me. It is what it is. Yeah, I mean, like the real Disneyland's in Florida, which will also lose. Really, I think Florida's going to. I think anything coastal is probably doomed. Yeah, well, it's been a good run. Yeah, fracking is fracking. What yeah, are you fracking. Do about it? No matter what, <laughs> fracking's going to get us. It's yeah. just it is what it is. <laughs> But yeah, so for me, movie-wise, and maybe it's just because it's nostalgic to me watching it as a kid, but I've seen it as one of the worst movies of the 90s of all time. But my friend and I used to watch Biodome a lot. I hate Biodome. See, I didn't see it until I was like a teenager, though. Yeah. And like, I just, I think it's obnoxious. Oh my gosh. My friend and I used to watch that, like any trip to a basketball tournament, any like flight to somewhere. Like, I have seen that movie so many times growing up. Now, it's been a long time. It's probably been high school since I saw it. But that was one where, wow. I never realized how much hate it had until I, like, looked online. I don't like Biodome. I don't... I'm not a Pauly Shore fan. I remember you gave a look at me like, wait, seriously? Say, like, Pauly Shore, I think, is obnoxious. What's it? Which Baldwin was it? Was that Stephen Baldwin? Stephen Baldwin. The the best Baldwin. Best Baldwin. (laughs) That is is an unpopular opinion that we can address at a later date. Well, who's, who's the most popular Baldwin, then? (laughs) <laughs> I'm not taking this bait, Jared. I'm not. I see the fishing line in the water. I am not grabbing it. What's the... Is there a... There not there, like, three Baldwin There are far too many Baldwins. To act, yeah. There are way too... There's, like, I think there's four total. Yeah. If I, I don't actually know for sure. But, I mean, but, Steven's obviously the one that's had the most success. Yeah, I like 30 um, Rock a lot. I don't really know that much outside of 30 Rock about Alec Baldwin that I really care about. No. So, yeah, that was, that's my critically panned movie that I love. And I'm sure there's others. Silent Hill, I remember, got a lot of yeah, grief Silent online. Hill was cool. But I, I just enjoyed it. It was, like, it's creative. Yeah. Also, it's, I mean, the games are, like, a very creative horror series, yeah, too. So I, I will honestly say that's probably a good one of the better video the better, game movies. They, can you name really any good video game movie? Um, I think we mentioned this last week, but the Tomb Raider series is another... American movie classic. Oh, yes, yes. Remember that scene where Angelina Jolie does that thing with the really, really short shorts? Yeah, and the part with the dogs? Yes. And her big puppies? Her big... Yes. <laughs> I didn't catch that at first. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I get it now. My God, those... Man. Those honkers. Man. <laughs> that is a movie for... Not quite as good as Salt, but... That is a movie just is- meant... For like your boys in puberty, that oh, are just absolutely. trying to figure out their body. Dude, my cousin and I love that movie, and it's like, where were we? Uh, right about where you hit puberty. <laughs> Whoa! Look at, look I at love the, the size of those. Look at all the action <laughs> and the the boobs, <laughs> the boobuses. <laughs> Girls are gross, though. They're <laughs> icky. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, that's, I mean, that was one. Those were my, two of my big ones. So let's go on to a topic of yours, my dude. Italy, we've kind of been circling it, but I thought it would be kind of fun to do a very, like, very personalized suggestion of a movie, movie, music, and game. Okay. We've kind of been circling it slowly. Like, we, like, each of us pick one for each of those three things and, like, give, like, a light recommendation for it. Uh, like a band give me an example like, like go ahead and go first that right, way so like, i'd follow you like my band i was gonna say is law dispute you mentioned it earlier yes i love that band it's like oh, lyrically fantastic. it's like spoken word sort of stuff but like sometimes it sounds like a little bit more hard. like the way he delivers it is kind of hardcore sometimes but it's, other times it's more he's it's just like talking. poetry yeah it's like poetry but like instrumentally it's really tight it's yeah. like kind of like punky sort of sounding from time mm-hmm. to time it's really cool big recommendation from me like oh, okay, so we're, like, recommending Yeah, someone. like, recommending. So, like, gotcha. Gotcha. like, the one album, like, you can... Yeah, it's not like... It goes back to my substance thing. Like, you can tell he's writing about something. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. the one album, like, I think it's a very heavy, like, infidelity theme. I don't know. Oh, yeah, the pers- Somewhere Between the... the it's a very, river, it's a very, the, very long Long album title, name. but it, it has, has... like, a boat on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's, like... I feel like at some point something happened where, like, he's got a lot of, like, infidelity, yeah. like, angst on his mind. And, like, there's another one that's, like, entirely just, like, different, like, stories he's used and stuff, which is really cool. Yeah. I, the, uh, um, Wildlife. Yeah, Wildlife. That that's the one I was talking about. And also, Rubes in the House is kind of the same thing. It's, like, he takes, like, kind of, like story sort of things that he's heard and, like, adapts them into a song. It's really, 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 really cool. I like it a lot. Jared's looking up the one album title, and it's too big for iTunes to be able to display it without having dot, dot, dot after several words. We're going to get it here. Somewhere at the bottom of the river between, between Vega, Vega and, and Altair. Yeah. Highly recommend the album. Um, I would say it's probably... I like wildlife a little more personally, yeah. but it's this still as an album yeah. with the the theme of the infidelity barrier flame. Like it's a That's phenomenal a, it's a really album. Good album. Like, Last blues for like, bloody knuckles. Like lyrically, it's good. Like musically, like even if like you're not into like you don't care about like hearing what the song is about, just musically it sounds great too. Yeah, it's really really good. Yeah, highly recommended. So yes, that's my music All right. recommendation. All right. Would you like me to keep going? Yes. So you need time going. to think about things. All right. Um, my movie. This is one that like our friend group has watched several times, and I've talked about it with several other people recommending it. I think I'm have a guess. Turbo Kid. Yep. Nailed Turbo it. Kid is amazing. It's a movie you can find on Netflix normally pretty easily, and really nowhere else. It's really hard to find outside of Netflix, but I, it, it is. Yeah, it's like an exclusive. It's a really fun like kind of like '80s throwback sort of thing, but like it uses. Like, the effects in it are really good, though, and, like, it's a very synthy soundtrack, and it feels very 80s, but, like, it's not nostalgia for the sake of nostalgia, which is mm-hmm. something that I saw on a Rotten Tomato reviewer who's like, it's just, like, an 80s throw. Like, it's not, Yeah, though. no, it's It's, it's like, not. an 80s idea, but, like, it's really fun, and, like, I don't want to get into spoilers because I like the movie. Yeah. It's not, like, a deep movie by any means, but, like, it's... Like, it's about, like, this post-apocalyptic... I can't say it. Apocalyptic. Thank you. That you, word. You got it, cuzzy. Yeah, that word. After the apocalypse, 
like where like there's no more gasoline, so everybody has to ride around on, like BMX bikes. <laughs> it's it, really it is funny. fun though. Like Michael Ironside is in this like this older guy is like trying to look intimidating while also being on like a huffy. For for the video game world, that's the guy who voiced Splinter Cell. I don't know. I believe. I don't know. I don't know. I believe Michael Ironside was the guy. He's not, like, an A-list person that you would just, like, know by looking at him. But, like, his name is, he's, like, an older guy. And, like, he's, like, the main bad guy. And, like, it's funny, like, watch, like, these older people try to be intimidating while also on, like, a BMX bike. And, like, it's really gory, but, like, for the sake of (laughs) being funny. Like, it's, like. Yeah. Like, it's not like, oh, that's his intestines, and it's supposed to be, like, really, really intense. It's like, oh, like, his head got cut off, and, like, it spun around a bunch in the air, and then it landed right back down. And it's, it's really funny. It's yeah. a pretty funny movie. Highly recommended. Like, it's kind of, there are a couple moments that, like, make you feel good. Like, it's, the characters are, the main, like, the protagonists are fun to watch. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's very lighthearted. Definitely recommend. Check it out. Oh, absolutely. Don't try to buy it for yourself. Like, don't ask them to buy it for you, though, because... There were several Christmases in a row where I asked for it, and I kept getting the movie Turbo about the snail. Works, <laughs> and like I was like after having it the second time, like this is really weird. And then like I looked online, yeah, like the year before that I got two copies of Turbo, and then the year after that I got another <laughs> copy of Turbo. And then I looked online, I just like went to Amazon, I went to Google to type in like Turbo Kid Movie, and what comes up is Turbo. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I get it. And as it turns I, out, DVDs of Turbo Kid are very rare, uh-huh. hard to find. I can understand that. So small, small little side small note. Small little caveat. Have you thought yet? Or can I go on to my video game? You might as well do all three and okay. then I'll jump in. Video game-wise, is another game that our friend group has played a good bit is Humans Fall Flat. Oh. It is a game not really... It's a lot like our podcast. It's not really about anything. So like you play... You play, like, this character that's, like, really wonky and hard to control and really clumsy. And, like, you have to, like, try to, like, solve puzzles and figure out how to get from, like, point A to point B. But you can play, like, it's really fun co-op, too. You can play, like, split screen and have two people at the same time trying to, like, help each other do things. And there's really, like, you have, like, goals that you think you want to try to do, but you don't actually have to do it by any sort of, like, pre-planned manner. Like, the Mm -hmm. one time we were playing and, like... Tyler, like, shot himself out of, like, a catapult, and, like, he landed in, like, some weird area that, like, wasn't on, like, the main route, but, like, the game just, like, registered that we were making progress, like, it saved his point from there, and, like, I was, like, off, like, I found, like, a treehouse that wasn't really connected to anything, and it's really yeah. funny, like, there's, yeah. you can do and solve the puzzles whatever way you want, but, like, it's really funny and wonky the way you have to do it. Oh, I love it. It's it, really fun. It is, it's the perfect one, like, what what I will say... Nintendo has nailed like the friend group and like yes. the bonding games. Yes. I it's a slam like, dunk. Fun communal games that I, you can just like sit around and laugh I, at because like, I feel like <laughs> some of the things you do are just really funny. Yeah. Other game other systems have briefly made like some attempts and had some success but not like Nintendo thrives on yeah. it. Like hey, get together, like actually get together with your friends and play yeah. this game. Like it's it's really fun like and, like, they updated it to where, like, you can, like, change how your avatar looks. So, like, it normally is just, like, this, like, just completely just, like, solid color character. But, like, you can add, like, a penguin suit. And, like, mine had a beard. And I thought that was fun. Like, he's, like, a penguin suit guy with a big old burly beard. It's, like, you can, like, customize it. And then, like, you go and you try to, like, figure out how to make a box tower to climb over this wall. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. All right. So... I'm a little torn for the music one, because I feel like if I... I'm sure I, this segment will come back, so... Yeah. <laughs> you can well, do... Uh, 
See, it's here's my thing. Like, probably one of my favorite artists I would do, possibly, would be someone like Bjork. Now, Bjork, Bjork is someone who, but it, I will admit it's probably a little out there for some people, and I she mean, has a very wide array. Whatever you want to suggest, you never I'm, know. I personally, what I'm going to do is go with, because, I mean, she is a little older. I will recommend if you want her, but for today, I'll go with someone who I feel like is maybe needs some more recognition, in my opinion, kind of in the law dispute element. I'm going to go with uh, Pianos Become the Teeth. They're a band out of Baltimore. Josh and I saw them uh, open for Circa Survive. But they they kind of fit in that same genre as uh, Law Dispute. They um, Lyrics are very poetic. I will say the big difference, at least now, especially with their last couple albums, um, it's not as much like yelling and spoken word stuff. They, he goes a little more into a singing and it's just a, a little more, um, I would say some more distortion instrumentally wise, like a little more alternative. Um, but still like lyrically uh, lyrics are passionate. Um, still, still very similar. I would say La dispute probably has a stronger, deeper lyrics. Um, Pianos become the teeth mm, a little more like to them instrumentally. But I mean, they're both great bands in that style. Even like uh, we were talking about it, there's there's a few bands in that style. Say, I that like are, that general weird like, touche and more. Yeah, that weird subgenre. Yeah, we saw. One time we went to see AFI in concert, and there was... I had never heard of this band, Touche Amour. They were one of the openers, and it was not... Like, one of the better opening... Like, not even opening, just, like, one of the better acts I've seen live in general. It was a super fun show. And it also helped that they happened to follow the worst worst The worst worst I have ever ever seen seen to this day. Coming was their name, and... I don't don't think they ever... They didn't even have, like, EPs. I don't even know if they had a merch table. Okay, the better chance of me not listening to them. Yeah, I... I don't... They were... I don't know how much they had to pay to get on that tour, but... It was not... It was bad. I was having a rough time keeping up with it, because I was just... They didn't, I did not I don't enjoy even it. Think it was not for me. Social media pages or yeah. anything, but I mean, it was Touche Amour was a much pleasant change of pace compared to what we had just listened to. Yeah, so that definitely helped. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's a few bands in that style. Uh, there's one, The World Is a Beautiful Place, and I am no longer afraid to die. I think Same. You have to have just like a really weird out there name to probably, be in that genre. Probably the most like technical instrumentally. They have like eight or nine members, so they'll have like string and horn section and stuff. But I would say, again, in my opinion, out of those style, out of that style, I would say, well, from what I've heard, La Dispute probably the most like yeah. deep lyrically. Um, that they're all like tight, but it's otherwise too like yeah. instrumental wise, like Jared said, like it, they're good bands, like they're oh they're they're good all at what so they do. good. Like I have like. Most of the music I listen to, I prefer things being on the technical side. I like to like listen to and appreciate it because I yeah. can't do that. I because I, like I to appreciate. I'll admit I grew up a metalhead, so it's like now that I don't really listen to metal much anymore. Like I still play it, perform it, but now that I don't really actively seek out bands in it, it's it's that's a style that I've gravitated towards. Yeah. 
But like, I still I like my metal. I like my metal core, but definitely expand your taste. That's yeah. like the main reason why I wanted to do this. I like to encourage people to listen to lots of music. Oh, because absolutely. I think it's very enjoyable to have an iTunes that is oh, an eclectic a, mess yeah. of genres. I probably honestly I listen as far as rock wise, it probably goes with those and then like R and B is what I've been listening to mm-hmm. a lot of. I again I I will always love metal. It's yeah. like one of the first things that when I branched off on my own, one of the first things I discovered. But there's lots of good music out there. All right. So movie wise, mine is also a uh, Netflix one. It's called The Void. It's a uh, indie horror movie with the. I think it's a Canadian studio because it's like all Canadian actors. If mm-hmm. you've ever seen Scott Pilgrim versus the World, Knives Chow is in it. <laughs> um, but I mean, this this movie. I'm not gonna deviate any like delve too far because I don't want anything of the plot to get like revealed but like it all takes place within this hospital and there's like these weird cult figures and hoods and they like are all encircling and trapping in the hospital and there's obviously dark things that get revealed as the movie progresses but one of the things I like about it is the uh the creatures or monsters, it almost reminds me of, like, uh, Slither, some of that, uh-huh. like, over-the-top monster-esque. Um, like, you know it's it, obviously, it, but it, it's not, like, a real creature, but it doesn't look like fake CGI. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just like threw practical you in effects. It, it actually, yeah, it feels like practical effects. That's why I liked uh, The Ritual. Like that witch yeah, the in the ritual movie and Krampus too. Krampus, I say, like I appreciate well. like effort. Yeah, like, like not saying like anything wrong with CGI, but like when like there's just something just like I can get behind when someone took the time to like make this monster, like yeah. make it like yeah. a costume that looks really. No, cool. when you do the, co- that's why Pan's Labyrinth is yeah, so Pan's great. Labyrinth, that's great one example. Of my favorites. Yeah, great example. The reason that's so good is because that was actually people dressed up like. Yeah. In those costumes, that was make. They won like Oscars. Yeah, besides like the giant frog in the tree, like everyone else, everything else was literally practical effects. Yeah, it's cool. So, I'm personally more of a. I'm more of a actual makeup and physical stuff than CGI. I understand the effort you have to put into it now. So I think it's very underappreciated. Yeah, I mean, and the void. It's not too like dialogue heavy but it, it's got a great atmospheric feel there's good tension and suspense um I, it's just one i would highly recommend and then what was the other uh video game video game say like we're a group of people that like our music our movies and our video games yeah all right if i'm going series i would say metal gear solid and if you just play like one like four or five you're probably going to be confused as all it get is- convoluted so all metal gear solid is the one if you're going for a series if you want a single game right now where it's like hey i don't know shit i just want something i'm gonna go with the last of us that was probably one of the Mm -hmm. besides this new god of war that came out the last of us was one of those it had been a long time since i played a game where it was just like the story had me so engaged hit me in the feels like 
I couldn't wait to play it and like progress the story. Jared and I have similar taste in games where we I'm like not a our big stories. Online fan, yeah, me so neither. it's like if you're looking for online gaming, last person to ask. Yeah, like, but we have friends story, that do not like yeah story stuff, which I understand. I, get I understand. I get your everybody. point of view, but I'm a story guy. I like reading. Yeah. I like books and movies. Me too. Sorry, oh, not movies. Video games. Let's add like, book to this. Do you have a book? Hmm. I don't read a whole lot of novels anymore. Okay. I wish I did, but if you've never read Perks of Being a Wallflower, yeah. oh, that's for a... someone for a 25-year-old male, yeah. I love that book. Oh, it's so <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I mean, I read it in college. It is it's about high school and it's like through it's these the letters. most yeah, it's like it's the most relatable book I think for like even like if you like we're considered like in the popular crowd, like the way it gets down to like the core of just like people's brokenness. Oh yeah, in life in general, I think it's just the, one of the most relatable books. Ever. Oh, absolutely, it's wonderful. Honestly, it's like, uh, no, that's probably not the best example. I was gonna say like our generation's Breakfast Club, and that sort of dealt with like sorta. differences. I can see where you're coming from with it, but in a way, better way, in my opinion. Not, nothing against I Breakfast saying, Club. I, love I like is, Breakfast Club. Perks is a wonderful Perks book. Perks is a great book. And the, the movie's pretty good. And the adaptation to the movie yeah. did well. It's a solid movie. Book's much better. But like, if you watch oh, yeah. the movie, too, it's also not the, a waste of your time. Yeah. The, given how the book is written, I get why they made the movie the way they mm-hmm. did. You yeah. couldn't just yeah. go... I, I get why they had yeah. to do what they did. But I think they did a great job of it, too. Yeah. I'd Definitely. say that's one of the better book-to-film adaptations. Yeah, I mean, the book itself, like, it's an easy read, too. Like, it goes fast, and like, you want to keep going. Oh, it's yeah. Yeah. Wonderful experience. It's a great read. Um, yeah, I had it actually recommended to me. I probably wouldn't have read it without that, and thankful the person yeah. did. Great. Um, I would say, for me, if you're looking for a good book... I know they made this into a movie, Vigo Mortensen, but it's called The Road... Oh, yeah. And it feels like post-apocalyptic, boy and his son, basically just trying to survive. Again, if you're a person that wants happy endings or happy <laughs> reads, um, not the right person for Try that. Try a different spot. But I would recommend The Road. And I know Josh is familiar with this book. It's a book we read in high school called I Am the Cheese. Oh, I Am the Cheese. I picked it That's up because I thought the cover was... Well, I guess it's not a classic. A funny, I think it's a classic. I think it's a to classic, To me, it's a classic. I picked it up because I was like, this is a funny name. So then I read I Am the Cheese. Um, basically, if you know the Farmer in the Dell song and you know the part about the cheese, that's... The, it, the being the cheese is actually a symbolism for something pretty depressing. I to say, it is a really... It's a book that... I don't. Yeah. Once again, I don't want to spoil because it it's a great book to not know what's going to happen. Oh, it's excellent. Like it's, it's Dude, like that, a kind of like it's like a mystery t- sort of thing. It is. It's it. It is like a. I would call it a mystery. Yeah. It's it's a solid read. Yeah, but I mean it. Again, if you're a person that's cookie cutter, happy endings, and there's nothing against that, but I know like just like this particular. My mom book. read it and hated it. Yeah. But that's because let's say it's, you have to know what you like in books, and yeah. this is one where like. It's not the brightest outlook. No, it's dark. Yeah, it gets pretty dark, but it's really, really good. Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's, like, the first, like, book I've ever read multiple times besides, like, as a yeah, kid. Like, yeah. picture books. Like, it's the first, like, legitimate, like, novel I've oh, ever, and it, like, read. Like, in, in my opinion, it, yeah. Like, I read it, like, I finished it, and I remember 
I was it was I read it for school because we had like a book cart and you had to like always have a book that you were reading and writing on. Yeah, for yeah, a class. same here. So like, same here. I finished it and then I started it again. I think I read it like two or three times. Yeah, in that year of high yeah. school. No, it's really it's good. A, it's a good book. But um, all right. So, do you have any? Without other, further ado, Jared, any if more you would like topics? To, um, nothing that we have to do this week. All right, because this one's a little bit of a heavy hitter. Uh, so brace yourself. Oh boy. All right. I am. We don't get political on this podcast. Oh, no. (laughs) And we're not going to. Thank you. I never never want this to be a podcast where it's very heavy-handed political subjects. Obviously, in the news, there's all about, like, this Russia and the the tension. Fracking. Fracking. But, like, the whole, you know, accusations of election meddling. And I think they're kind of getting a bad rap right now. So I wanted to take some time to talk about the good things Russia and <laughs> Russians have given us. Now, oh boy. as we know, we had a little bit of a uh, Cold War with them. It was a little chilly. It was a there was some chilly. tension. There was, oh, are we going to drop bombs, nuclear race? But you some know what they shoulders, say? if you will. Competition breeds excellence. Oh I don't think our space program would have been where it was today. We wouldn't have made the certain advancements that we had. You are really finding light in the dark. I, you are really... I, I don't have, see I you have, this positive that often. I have always been known as the grand optimist in our group. I'm always seen as the happiest go-lucky dude. Like, I never make jokes. There are some layers are to this. <laughs> there, are some, there are several layers to this description. All right, Josh. So, would you like to hear some inventions you slash things have that my the Russians have given attention. us? You go for it. All right, Josh. Well, did you uh, did you ever take chemistry? Yes, I did. Well, uh, Josh, I want to tell you that without the Russians, we wouldn't have the periodic table of elements laid out the way it is right now. That also means I would have done much better in we chemistry class. We have it compiled by Russian chemist Dmitry Mendeleev in 1869. Oh, so, my. I personally am very thankful for the Russians. That's, I'm happy they existed. I, My grades suffer because I did not yes. study for those tests at all. Obviously. And I did not do well. But And growing up, did you ever listen to a little thing called the radio? Oh, no. Well, the, <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> oh, no. Well, the radio receiver, <laughs> a crucial discovery into building it, was actually from Russian physicist Alexander Popov. Okay, that's not what I was expecting, but I feel what like... What were it, you expecting? I feel like it's coming. You just keep going. So without the radio receiver, I wouldn't have had great things like Bob and Tom's show to listen to, okay. podcasts that we're listening to right now. Yep, yep. Why? What were you thinking of? Keep going, Jared. No, I know tell it, me. I know it's coming. No, you, just, you don't. I think I do. Oh, If okay. we don't get to it, I'll bring it up, uh, but no, I no, feel no. like I know I what think... you're going to talk about. <laughs> All right. Well, obviously, I'm going to save the best for last. <laughs> All right. So, Josh, are you familiar with, like, tanks and construction equipment? I would say I am. And I would say I've seen them once seen, or twice. Have you ever seen, like, the, the wheels on them? It's not really wheels. It's kind of like a Like trail. the treddy sort of yeah. stuff? Yeah. So, like, I have, now that you mentioned track. Tank. Well, yeah. thanks to the Russians... <laughs> In 1877, the first caterpillar track was conceived. So, you know, without that, our farmers, our military, all kinds of things wouldn't have that crucial invention. Well, golly gosh. So, uh, you know. She is. 
Oh my. As much as we're upset about them possibly hacking possibly and messing with in, our election. Let's let's what to say. Try to like make Which by the way, I mean, we've been guilty of it too. So honestly, not to say we do not have a perfect record. I would I would honestly, if I were the person in power, I would just like look at Putin and be like, "Ah, you got us." Yep. <laughs> Remember that time when we covered blankets and disease and gave it to the Native Americans? Yeah. Like, Where are we at? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've done and some stuff here. So also, the electric lamp Ooh. was a Russian invention. Oh, my. I didn't happen to put the year, but I assume it was old, like 1800s or early say, 1900s. Before we were now, born. Now, I know what you're saying, Jared. Pre-1993. All of these <laughs> inventions were before the 1900s, and that's very true. But the Cold War, obviously, you know, made some advancements in the 1900s. I think perhaps the most important thing that came out of Russia, though, was musically. I knew it. Now, we, t- <laughs> <laughs> we talked about, you know, we weren't big into pop music, but there was, there was one an important song. duo who happened to come out of Russia oh, that I personally think needs some light shed on, and that was the band Tattoo. Yep, here we go. All I right. knew it. I knew it. The so, second you brought up anything radio, I'm like, wait, Russia, my mind started making the trash. Like, oh, I know where he's going. Exactly. No, at first I thought you were thinking, like, wait, is he, like, talking about a radio program? But then no, when I said I music. I pinpointed exactly yeah, what you were going to talk about. I get about. what you were. Well, I, I think it was, it's an important, <laughs> Josh, I only hit the hard-hitting factor. I would say this is important. Like, I don't, I'm get, not bashing this. Look, this is a very, very critical. Political. I'd say this is important. Like, this is did you, did you, current events. Be tattoo. honest, though. Did you briefly think I was going to go political? I was there a tinge. I knew it wasn't going to be anything serious, but you were. Was your worry like I don't even want to do political satire? I mean, I have fun making fun of politics, and I'm sure at some point we'll mention current events and like kind of poke fun at it. But like, I hate what talking about modern day politics does to people. Mm-hmm. I oh, like, absolutely. I like being friends with others, and it feels yeah. like politically when you talk about it and you disagree politically. It just yeah. I like to sound the politically. Words. Politically, <laughs> I like when my friendships <laughs> are not constantly in yeah. a political turbulence. Yeah, I don't want to get too <laughs> political. Political. I mean, <laughs> my friends out west by the Pacific Ocean—they're very into the their s- politics. The, their politics. <laughs> they're very political at the Pacific Ocean. Um, As opposed to the Atlantic. So for those of you that were born 2000 and up, you might not be familiar with this iconic group. Like not all geniuses recognized. So for those of you, just I pulled up their Wikipedia just to get a little. Once again, this is the band Tattoo spelled T-A-T-U. Yes, T-A-T-U. A A Russian band. Okay, lowercase T, period. Uppercase A, period. Uppercase T, period, lowercase u. Tattoo! (laughs) (laughs) All right, so, Tattoo was a Russian music duo that consisted of Lena Katina and Julia Volkova. The singers were part of a children's music group, Nepsody, before being managed by producer and director Ivan Shapovalov and signing with Russian record label Neoformat. So, their debut album... Something Russian was a, <laughs> was a commercial success in Eastern Europe that made the duo signed to Interscope Records. And for those of you who don't know, that's a major label. That's that's actually very big. 
Um, so then they released an English counterpart, 200, kilometer, 200 kilometers per hour in the wrong lane in 2002. The album was certified platinum for 1 million copies sold in Europe and, and became the first album by a foreign artist to debut at number one in Japan. And Those you might are think, the sounds of God, us applauding. this can't get any better. Well, how did I never hear now, about let this? Let me band? tell you, they had this iconic song called "All the Things She Said." Yep, and they did. it goes a little something like this: "All the things you said, all the things you said." I'm not going to help head, you do this. Through my head, right through my head. You're not gonna. I'm not going to help you do this. I don't. All right. <laughs> I don't. Well, this. I thought you might do that. So, yep. We're going to put a little snippet. A little snippet. Of it, because Josh apparently doesn't want to play this game. <laughs> um, I think it's a very important song, personally. Also, very progressive. Like, very their pro- whole shtick was, deep like... Deep lyrics. Like, their whole shtick tattoo was, like... They were, it was, like, very, like... Sorry, this is a trailer for... It was, like, hinted, like... They were, like... There's a lot of, like, very, like homoerotic imagery yes. that they would oh, do. Oh, we are going to get into yeah. their Wikipedia, buddy. That's Just you wait. I think that's what got the main attention. Like, when they showed up on VH1, I remember that very yeah. clearly. And like, oh, VH1. That's weird. I'm in third grade, and Man, that do you remember when VH1 just played music videos? I miss that a lot. So we got a nice, cool setting in the rain. Say it's a Russian back alley. You can tell because it looks sad and depressing. See, you can tell because there's like a green little like overcolor on the shot. They're in schoolgirl outfits, by the way, in case yes. you were wondering. And that's important to keep in mind. What to say? Remember that that was part of their image. They had schoolgirl outfits, and they had deep lyrics saying all the things she she said said, all the the things things she said said, running through through my head head, running through through my head head, all the things she she said said. we have to say at the same time because it's a duo saying it yeah it doesn't make sense if we only one of us says it oh yeah absolutely so i think what i might even do i'll put this at the end of the podcast so that that would be just so the perfect way can get a, to make right. our fans want to come so, back next week. Oh, or exactly. Whenever this just posted. We're still like, we're like three behind all right. right now. We have three so, up to go. This was a controversial video. Controversial. Controversial. Yeah. So all the things she said, when it came out, there were presenters in the UK that actually started a campaign to ban the video worldwide. So, I mean, already this was... Pressing out the, buttons. Out of the gates, it was considered... Raising um, the big issues. Yeah. Um, it was accused of... Again, Russia's maybe not considered the most tolerant, but it was accused of glorifying a lesbian relationship between the couple. And because they were 14 at the time of recording, they oh. also said it glorified pedophilia. That's I didn't know that part. That's weird. Oh, really? Yeah, they were 14. <laughs> I, can, I can understand that They were 14 that at the that's, time. That's strange. And so when they like held hands and kissed in the video, that, that made some people pretty upset. I can see where they're coming from on that point. I did not know that. Are you sure? <laughs> I mean... So I think if you were a why in this podcast, I've made my views yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah. Ironic how this tied in huh. full circle. Boy, we didn't even talk about this. <laughs> it was just meant to be. It's meant to be. Yeah. 
And they're always in a hurry. Did you notice, Tattoo? They're always in a hurry. Because they're Russian. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, hurt. That one hurt. Yeah. A good pun, in my opinion, should as in some way... you vomit. Let's say. In some way, like so a good... painful, you vomit. Yeah, like a... You can tell the quality of a pun or like a play on words as if the relationship of the person you told it to gets damaged. Like at this point, Jared and I, as friends, are now... There's a gap between us because of yeah. that. Which means it was a very effective pun. Yeah. Josh, well done. And I kind of gave a little taste of Josh's own medicine because he's the one that purposely does it to me. I love it. And I, I give him a stuff. signal of if it was a good pun, as in I vomit. And the vomit. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, that was one I knew you would appreciate. Big fan of those so forced puns. I'm glad I took words. one for the team on that one. <laughs> Anywho. So... Obviously, a video that is accused of promoting, which we're okay with same sex, but the pedophilia was the one where it, it uh, that's not big. Uh, the R. Kelly documentary is showing that's that's not liked. That's pretty negative. But uh, also, they struck controversy. So, with the few people that were like, "This is an empowering, this is an empowering thing," like, uh. It was revealed that just before recording their third studio album, Dangerous and Moving, it was announced that Julia, one half of the duo, was pregnant. This led to critics accusing the girls of being fake (laughs) in regards to the impression they were lesbians. (laughs) Although Lena and Julia have said in the past that they are not together or in a relationship. Despite making it very clear that they (laughs) are not in a relationship. uh, This is a music video. We're not in a relationship. She's pregnant? You were lying to us when you told us that thing that that all you said was running through your head. You were lying to us when you didn't tell us that thing that made us believe that you were lesbians. So, I mean, I bet, I would hope, like, someone out here was going to, oh, my gosh, are they going to bring up, like, Pussy Riot? It's like, no, tattoos <laughs> no, obviously tattoo more is politically much more, important. Much more pressing subject to bring up. We made it five episodes in without discussing like this. A, like a punk band that played in churches and got sent to prison? That's not nearly as iconic <laughs> as Tattoo. No. No. So. Tattoo. I remember, what's it? I know VH1 is really big. That's the first time I saw. It. I think through WWE for some reason. It was like <laughs> one of their like their pay per views used to have like a major like song associated with yeah. it, and like I think that was one of them <laughs> uh, for some reason. Maybe for like I liked WWE. Yeah, I not who I used to be and who I am now would not get along. Yeah, we're not people so, that share interests. I mean, obviously. They're no longer a duo. They actually disbanded. I didn't even realize this. They were a a group till 2011, till huh. we graduated That's high school. Shocking! I was stunned. That's like shocking. still having That's like the same gimmick and stuff. Like I, yeah. but I think mm-hmm. it's important to reflect on their legacy. So here's a, a few accolades. Um, they obviously won an MTV award in Europe for best Russian act. Um. They're actually, they were number 37 on the list for top richest Russians, I huh. believe. It's a big country. So, yeah, it's, it's a, a pretty of, big country. Now, is country. there low economics and poor? Yes. Ah, we don't have to talk about that. We don't have to talk about that. <laughs> the fact that they're on that list shows that 
all the things she said were running through running, her head running through her all head. the way to the top of the charts. So, boy, that could that should have been the title of like an article about them. Oh yeah, back in the day. So that all the things she said run. was ranked at 452 in Blender magazines, the 500 greatest songs since you were born. And I know what you're saying, like oh, 452. That's pretty high up there. A but lot of songs born, have been think released. Of how many songs? have been around since you were born. Can you name 500? I mean, yeah, well, yeah, you can. Probably, yes. Can you, com- <laughs> no, no, can, you, about it. can you comprehend, I mean, with all the music that's coming out every day, that it's one of those greatest ones in there since you were born? And huh. some of you have probably never even heard of this. You have now. So, and now your day your is day complete. Made. I mean... Go to your YouTube. Look, we and just we look just up all the things she said by tattoo. I that's T, lowercase T, capital A, capital T, lowercase U. If you type in just tattoo the way you think it's spelled, it will show up. <laughs> There's not it just like type in tattoo band, and I'm sure the song yeah. you're playing will show. Or just up. type in all the things she said. <laughs> all the things she said running through my head, running through my head into Google, <laughs> and that, then it will also this, have the same search result. Not- Oh, is that what they say? This is not enough? Is that what that line is? Maybe. I, I think it know. just kind of like bumpers together into something. That's pretty much what you just did. Like their voices get high and then it all oh, blends yeah. together Very and it's just so progressive. Sh- yeah. It's just so progressive. Yeah. Move over, prog rock. <laughs> move over, prog rock. We got tattoo. Yeah. So. We're happy Avril Lavigne <laughs> is back, but also tattoo, we miss you. So. You need to come back to the music scene. This was also, this song was listed at number eight. On AOL's top 100 pop songs of the decade. AOL said so that? 2000 through 2010. Acclaimed music aficionado AOL said that? Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. Top pop songs of the decade. Number eight. Now, that's pretty darn good. You would say so, right? Oh, yes. And now, <laughs> I know, I know you know who... Rebecca Berry from the New Zealand Herald is oh, obviously, obviously compelling documents. See, one of she my listed the song at number five on their top Rebecca ten. Rebecca said that? Yeah. Well, top geez. ten best singles of 2003. 2003 was a heck of a year. It was a heck of a year. And you know, I, I mean, I subscribe to the New Zealand Herald monthly, obviously. I think most people do. You're still yeah. you don't. You're Think of out. all the songs, everything that came out in 2003. I mean, there was a lot of things that came out in 2003. So there are so many that I can't think of one specifically right now. Yeah, there was obviously... <laughs> I know White Chicks came out in 2003. That's more than I was going to name. <laughs> well, uh, hold on. Let's, let's, let's check it here. What happened in 2003? Yeah. Because, you know, I bet, I bet we're going to pull up some songs. You're going to be like, wait, wait a second. Hold up. This ranked higher than that, and that was released in 2003. Okay, so Into Club by 50 Cent was 2003. Evanescence, Bring Me to Life. Black Eyed Peas, oh, may have heard that, of them. Where Evanescence, is the Love? That was a song that was on VHS nonstop, wake me too. Wake Up. <laughs> wake Me Up Inside. I Can't Wake Up. Can't Wake Up. Uh, Baby Boy by Beyonce. Hey Ya by Outkast. Classic. That's a real classic. Uh, I say that a lot this episode, but I think Hey Ya is legitimately. Right There by Chingy. Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes. Chingy was a real thing. 
rock with you by Ashanti. So yesterday, Hillary Duff. This is the night, Clay Aiken. Boy, there's some stand up by Ludacris. I forgot about a lot of these people. Are you happy now, <clears throat> Michelle Branch? Ooh, R. Kelly came out with some music. But that wasn't what we're seeing. I wonder what Hillary Duff is doing now that we mentioned her name. Yeah, that's I a liked her. good question. Like, it was like, I, I've always thought girls are icky, but like, as a kid, I'm like, hey, yeah, she's, she's a one, cute one. Yeah. I like her. Sugar Sugar by Baby Bash. Like, if I didn't think that girls were icky as a kid, I think. Yeah. I Believe in a Thing Called Love by The Darkness. Oh, man, that's a good one. Uh, I like that song. That uh, is great. Numb by Linkin Park. <laughs> oh, Lincoln Park. So look at all these peace. amazing songs that came out in 2003. So Far Away by Stained. <laughs> Rain on Me by Ashanti. And keep in mind of all of those, all those hits, that Rebecca Berry chose Tattoo at number eight. Now once again, say that name, Rebecca Berry. Rebecca Berry. Like, Rebecca Berry said this. The Rebecca, the Rebecca Berry from the New Zealand Herald said this about Tattoo. So you don't even have to, like, think about it anymore. Like, it's been made for you. Like, this is just something that so, you yeah. need to look into I and mean, listen to. If, if you don't know who she is, then you're just... I don't think you could be ig- helped. An ignoramus? Is yes. That- <laughs> you, you are just... I think you're beyond, like, helping out yeah. in the sense of, like, understanding yep. music. And hit... Her male counterpart, Bill Lamb from oh. About.com. I, you know, I was thinking there's only one more person you can add that would give this any more, like, high standards. And, like, it's him, Bill. Yeah. Lamb? Bill Lamb. Yes, Bill Lamb. So he listed, he listed this song on his top 100 pop songs of 2003 at number 31. Pretty good. Pretty good. You for know, Bill Lamb. Halfway. Bill Lamb is Lamb, tough, I think. He's pretty tough on the critics. From what I can gather. Yeah. No, he is. And he put them at number 10 on the contemporary girl group songs. <laughs> that is a wide category. It is very wide. <laughs> that is a wide category that we got have, there. That would have had, like, Destiny's Child, probably, Ooh. and people like that. Ooh. I don't know. Somebody. To say Destiny's Child, as we all know, has done very strongly over the years. They have persisted and continue to persist. Yeah. So... I'm going to leave you with this little caveat. In 2008, the group received the MTV Legend Award by MTV Russia. So they're obviously considered legends in their country. Wow. And, whoa, this is where, this is why, this is why move over periodic table, move over radio receiver, you know, all those inventions, space programs, all of that. Just move over because this group is the most successful Russian musical export of all time. Hmm. Have we discussed tattoo more on this podcast just now than <laughs> anyone, anyone has ever, ever talked about tattoo in the ever history? In the history of That's that T-A-T-U band. That's T-A-T-U, Tattoo. Let's say, like, the real, like, the Tattoo Russian musical artist. I think we talked more about Tattoo than Tattoo talked about I think about then tattoo. they referred to themselves. I think we discussed them more than the actual band did. All the things they said were running through my head. Were running through our head. Yes. Um, so, 
honestly, just consider that just a little history. Let's say, here's like, I bet you come into this podcast like, hey, like, sometimes they say some things that make us chuckle. Most of the time, it's just awkward silence and things that I don't understand. But today, we've talked about very, very important musical oh, like, landmark. And, like, we backed it up with, like, real-world reporters that are acclaimed in quotation marks. Oh, yeah. It, was it Rebecca Barry? Yeah. Rebecca Barry. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> so, <laughs> the yeah. New Zealand Herald. The New Zealand Herald. Oh, my goodness. What a, what a Herald. Yeah. Of all the Heralds so, I know. I mean, I... Like I said, you're not going to learn more about Tattoo unless you watch a documentary itself. Yeah, for real. Tattoo ever listened to this, man, they will be blushing. Can you imagine? We should market this over to Russia. We should. We should try to like get some like affiliates with Tattoo. Like we rep them. Yeah. Like we're the we're the official podcast of Tattoo. Yeah. I you know yeah yeah. <laughs> Do it up. Do it up. Look into it. But yeah, I mean that. I couldn't wait to drop that golden nugget on you. Say, I was not I, expecting I that. I smiled when at the I rusty rail. I was like, that. dude, I have a subject. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Well, then, we've spent a very gross amount of time talking about that specifically, so well done. Yep. <laughs> so, pick. I mean, that's everything on my list for today, I man. Say, I've got nothing else that we need to go over. I've got lots of things running through my head. Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing that important that can't be discussed later all right with more so people carry around on next week probably yep try all to right. pull in some friends back make them stop having social obligations and yeah. hang out with us yeah you have to be my friend and hang out yeah throw a fit <laughs> no we should be able to yeah so yeah been a good one i'll say it's been a good one thank you for tuning in once again Absolutely. if you have any subjects that you really really want to hear us talk about we, our our website's up in public our website is now up so we also have an email address table in abasements at yahoo.com um you'll hear this probably in a month because we normally have three-ish podcasts already ready in advance yeah. so the third one I mean, will you, come out soon, I think, is what we're yeah, at. Like we've, we're tomorrow. two that have been published. The third one should be out soon. So, yeah, at some point you'll hear this. Yeah, it'll be soon. Honestly, I could do a double feature of those ones if you want me to. Yeah, I like our current. Do once a week. So that way we, can, right. we can take like a week or two off. And Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. And once a week's pretty darn good. It is. Well, any place, before we get stuck into talking about administrative details, yeah. we'll let you go. Thanks again. See you when I see you. Yeah.